0: Joining us out of South Africa now is a respected South African rugby journalist, uh, Brendan Nell. Uh, morning, Brendan. How are you doing?
1: Ah, right, good morning, guys. Good to be always be back here with you guys.
0: Yeah, great to have you, mate. Great to have you. And I, the first question I've got to ask, mate, mm. is where are all the South African coaches? Jerry Flannery's <laughs> going to defend, coach your def- defence. Tony Brown's going to coach your attack. I mean, we're, what are your coaches doing, mate? they all got their feet up.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're coaching around the world at the moment. There's a number of them coming through, and yeah, I, I think I think it's one thing to say we're the local coaches, but you know, we, you've won two World Cups in a row. I think we probably trust mm. Rossi to know what he's doing.
2: Is this, yeah, well, you have to trust Rossi or us, for what he's doing, Brennan, <laughs> um, he he's a very. How is he doing anyway after that little scare with his health? Is is he doing okay? And and why do you think he's gone down the line, and particularly with tony brown who i think is the most creative rugby mind in the world in terms of coaching at the moment
1: Well, yeah, first, yeah, the first thing is he, he was in hospital this week and he had a bit of an accident trying to clean a drain, apparently. Uh, that's that's the word that's come out in some of the newspapers. Uh, apparently, through some of this yeah, stuff to clean the drain and that, that sort of chemical splashed back on him and he got some chemical burns and he's sorting that out. I mean, I suppose that could happen to any of us and probably most of us yeah, you know, be a bit more careful. But, I mean, I'm not quite sure what happened there, but uh, I'm sure he's probably kicking himself at the moment on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So otherwise, we, I mean, we've heard nothing else about his healthy. As far as we know, everything's going well. Uh, but yeah, on Tony Brown, I mean, look, uh, Rossi and Jacques over the last couple of years, I think everybody's yeah. noticed since 2019 that the box have tried to sort of add an extra level to their game and play a lot more expansively. And, uh, you know, while that didn't really happen those last couple of games of the World Cup, they, they've definitely added a couple of new sort of cogs to their game. And I think... This is more just to take it a step further. Um, you know, Tony Brown's been pretty, pretty popular guy since he was at the Sharks as well. And mm-hmm. you know, we all know he's a very creative guy. And Russie always, I suppose, thinks out of the box. Uh, yeah, Jerry Flannery's well, coached with him at Munster. Him and uh, yeah, he he was one of the coaches there for when Russie was coaching Munster. So and he's done quite good work with on defense with with Harlequins. Uh so and they worked with Shark before. So yeah, I'm not surprised at that. Uh, but Tony, Tony says to me. Rusty's looking to take it up a bit a level two. Plus, in two years' time, Rusty's only around for another two years. And in two years' time, there's an expectation that either one of Muzwandele Stick or Dion Davids will probably take over the coaching role there. And uh, I suppose it's yeah you know, to, to get them up to speed as quickly as possible, and to work with as many you know sort of different voices as possible in that time.
2: Is he around for two more years? We've been hearing that for a long time now, mate. And he continues to find a way to continue to coach South Africa
1: yeah I mean I think at the end of the day I mean you know, we've got to realize at some point it's going to come to an end same as mm. you know, you guys had with with, with Ted and, and and Steve Hansen and them, it's got to come to an end at some point and there's probably going to be a bit of a a, a rocky transition as you guys also went through uh, at some mm. point as well so um, yeah he 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 says he's around for another two years um, we, we haven't heard anything different. There's always rumours going around with a coach like Rossi anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so hopefully he is, and hopefully that success builds on. But that's the challenge because, you know, after eight years or six years in the, in, in the, in the job, people start working you out, and opposition coaches you know, work on your, your game plan full-time. And somehow somebody's probably going to get the best of you at some point.
0: Do you think this means that we're going to see um, a more expensive spring box?
1: Well, I don't think you know, – Rossi's always been quite clear mm. the way he wants to play. I mean, they've got the big forwards. They've got the physicality. They're not going to go away from that. And I think we'll probably see 7-1 you know, come back into play every now and again as well. Uh, they're not going to go away from that. But you know, they've also got guys like Kurt De and Kanan Moody coming through, sort of the next generation of guys and um i suppose it's just to maximize that to get the best out of those guys and to keep on scoring those tries because yeah a guy like video is going to retire at some point uh yeah you know, and, and same Ches and colby hasn't got that much time left in him either so you've you got to bring the next guys through and obviously they want to get the best, best out of them
2: just on the 7-1 split what, what's your take i've had um, mixed conversations about it and people have asked me a question Do you think it's great for the game? Do you think it's going against the spirit of, of rugby? Like, what do what you, what's your feeling on the uh, 7 1 split? Uh- Listen, I'm an old
1: forward as well, so I mean, I I love it when we see more forwards on the field, especially yeah, the fat boys running around. That's always good for me. Uh, yeah, So I and also, I, I, to be very honest, I, I mean, I think any sort of innovation in the game is great. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they keep on, the only innovation we really get is is they keep on tinkering with the laws, and, and and that doesn't help anybody. So anyway, somebody can think a bit out of the box and try, and it's a gamble. People forget that. I mean, all this talk about against the spirit of the game. At the end of the day, if you have one or two injuries, uh, you know yeah. you could get caught out very badly with a seven-one split. So it's a big gamble to take. And if you're willing to take the gamble, and you get the reward, then why not?
0: And we've got the U, uh, the URC is absolutely flying at the moment, Brendan. We just saw that they've broken attendance records again. in that, how are you feeling about the South African sides being in the URC? Is it is it proving to be the right move to move away from Super Rugby?
1: well yeah it's always difficult because i mean we're we now committed we and you know totally in for this now uh, and there are still teething problems i mean yeah, you know the, the travel was supposed to be better for us um and technically i suppose maybe it is but you know we we, we would solve this idea of overnight flights to europe which which should still happen and then they sign up a a uh, Middle Eastern uh, flight sponsor. So you have to go through Middle, the Middle East every time. Uh, yeah, so we, it sort of prolongs those flights as well. So the, the, the travel thing's still going to get sorted out a bit better. But look, it certainly added something new and, and the competition's interesting. And, and some of those European sides are really good. I mean, the La shells and you know, Saracen's coming down. There's some real quality players that we get to see nowadays. So I think South Africans are slowly buying into it. We still, I think, I think we, we don't want to lose, obviously, you know, the contact with New Zealand that we had. Uh, and I think as long as that carries on a test level in some form, uh, you yeah, know, we don't mind not playing the Aussies so much.
0: <laughs> we
1: still want to play against you guys.
0: <laughs> Nicely said, mate. Nicely said. I mean, we've, uh, we've, got the, uh, we've still got the rugby championship to come uh, this season. How many of that Springbok World Cup winning squad do you expect to see involved?
1: Mm. Well, yeah, I think we're probably at least for the, this year, because look, they've got quite a tough series against Ireland coming up in June as well, June July. Uh, so I'd see probably the core of that, but they'll slowly start changing that as as the year goes by. Yeah, the last uh, sort of two cycles, uh, Russia and them came in yeah you know, with two years in 20, 2016 2017 and then this last one was obviously hit by covid and yeah you know, that lions tour that was just bizarre with the way it took place uh, so they never really had the chance to really go through a full cycle and blood new new players so i think we'll probably see that when we play portugal you see a lot of youngsters coming through uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of those guys that are still going to stick around, but I probably see probably about half that squad not going to the next World Cup. Yeah,
0: all right. Good stuff, Brendan. Thanks very much for coming on today, mate. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work on the YouTube channel as well, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. Anytime,
0: guys. It was good to chat to you guys. Cheers. There we go. Brendan now out of South Africa, and, uh, yeah, it makes sense. It'll be interesting to see what Tony Brown can do within that structure mm. as if they're going to continue to play the Springbok way.
2: Yeah, well, they'll never go away from the identity. The identity is to muscle up big body runners, snake attachments to those players and bulldoze them through. That is their their identity. But the day I got caught out was the day that they decided they'll spin it wide. And teams will be trying to go hell and leather to to stop them up front, and then you expose yourself out wide and we got punished at Johannesburg and they they beat us convincingly so um, yeah Tony Brown will be trying to expand their minds and it will be difficult it won't happen overnight a lot of these players that is what they've been doing for a very long time so uh, yeah look it's it'll be interesting it hasn't been announced yet but I'm pretty sure it will be announced and it'll be confirmed that those two coaches Andre Oostazen and um, Tony Brown will be taking the. With the Rasmus rust to be a part of that Springboks outfit.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see how they uh, how that mm. uh, goes. Basically, looking forward to the rugby championship and seeing the Springboks with Tony Brown in there.